Hello and welcome to this week's Ruby Shoes podcast, bringing you the very best of local entertainment across East Anglia each and every week. In this week's episode, if you're local to Suffolk, two familiar voices for you. I also review the hilarious Abigail's party and also the outlandish Rocky Horror Show. I'll give you a flavour of a couple of shows coming up across the region you might like to go and experience. But first, let me tell you about the Rocky Horror Show. So last week, it was on all week at the Ipswich Regent Theatre. It's probably the most actually it is the most crazy, effervescent, lively show you will ever come across, but it's a must if you haven't already seen it. Richard O'Brien's legendary rock and roll musical celebrates 50 years of non-stop partying with this special anniversary production. And would you believe it's the longest continuous run of a contemporary musical anywhere in the world, seen by 30 million people. Rocky Horror Show continues to really delight audiences. It's a sellout international tour. Now, the cast were absolutely full of life and energy. There were some also great performances and singing too, particularly with Stephen Webb as Frankenfurter, who apparently has been acting for 20 plus years. And until Rocky Horror came along, he'd never worn makeup before. Well, he certainly rocked it the night we went to see it at the Regent. Also, Darcy Finden, who plays a very colourful and acrobatic Columbia. And she even sang operatically at one point, showing her true vocal range. A note of praise, too, to the quick-witted narrator who actively encouraged heckling from the audience. That's Jackie Clune. Uh, you might have seen her in Father Brown or EastEnders. She's done so much. Apparently, she's just finished filming The Great Escaper with Michael Caine and Glenda Jackson. So we'll look forward to seeing her in that. She's also a stand-up comedian and the author of four books. So well done to her. Now, I did promise you a familiar voice. I caught up with Georgie Jameson, ex-BBC Radio Suffolk, down on Felixstowe Pier last week. So, sat at Felixstowe Pier, which is always a joy any time of year. Hopefully you can hear the waves in the background. And I am with a, a former colleague of mine, Georgie Jameson. I'm so pleased that you got to meet me because you have launched a very exciting new website and we're featuring it because it's all about Suffolk Theatre. Tell yeah. me more. Yes, I have. Um, well, I, I used to do the show on BBC Radio Suffolk on a Monday evening. Well, it used to be a Friday, then they shoved me to Wednesday, then they shoved me to Monday. But... <laughs> no hard feelings no hard at fe- all. No, I'm fine. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, but it was all arts and theatre and entertainment, particularly theatre because that's always been my first love. Because um, you've performed as well, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah. You, for you've about, seen it from both yeah. sides. You interview people about theatre, but you've actually been a performer as well. Yeah, I haven't done it for a few years. I actually stopped when my son started school uh, because logistically it just got a bit harder because he was at school and you do things with them after school and my husband's job changed and he was away a lot. Prior to that, I did local amateur theatre for 30 years. Everything from pantomime, and I wrote local pantomimes, Shakespeare, Pinter, Eightbourne, uh, you know, Allo Allo. All of the above. All of the above and more besides. And I kind of a bit of everything, really. And I loved it, and I wanted to be a professional actress. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. and I just think we have the most amazing theatre and art scene in Suffolk. And I wanted to carry on championing it. I don't know why I always use that word, because I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I have 
I think it might be. It's the menopause. Um, but I, just, I thought I felt there was a gap yeah. there that needed to be filled, and a place where people could go for what's ons yeah. and list those reviews, theatre news as well, uh, like when people have maybe moved into a new theatre, new premises, or they've got some funding or they're doing a project or they've got a sponsor or something like that. Stuff that we would have talked about on the show, really. Uh, musical theatre, pantomimes, straight plays, comedies, and little amateur groups. Little sounds patronising, I don't mean that, but what I mean by the little smaller, is the smaller groups. Ones, yeah, yeah, maybe in little villages, yeah. where it's really part of the community. And children really enjoy it as well. And it's often their first exposure into theatre. And don't you find that's really important? Yeah. Because even if they don't want to go into performing, life is about performing. And it's that those, you know, life skills yeah. and, and just knowing how to interact with people. And sometimes just walking into a theatre and seeing the magic on stage, it really inspires a young person. It really, it really does. And then they might join a youth group or they might join their local amateur group and do the panto and the skills that they learn like teamwork being somewhere on time being committed yeah you know learning your lines and your dance routines when you say you're going to interacting with lots of different ages of, of, of people as well do that in front of people yeah it takes courage yeah and confidence yes yeah. and i think and it's great for the cvs like you say even if they don't do it professionally it doesn't matter it shows so much commitment and confidence in themselves and interacting with lots of different people and meeting other children maybe of a similar age that they don't go to school with so they get other friends outside of school there is so much to be said for it but it needs promoting so yeah you've got your website suffolk theatre suffolktheatre.co.uk yes which is brilliant so as the name suggests it's all things to do with suffolk theatre yeah yeah and then you're busy going out and about and reviewing and chatting to people mm. aren't you yeah um lots of people still send me all the press releases which is lovely i kept in contact with a lot of the local theatres and groups and they found me there's an email address uh, georgie with a y uh, at suffolktheatre.co.uk so that's nice and easy to remember so people send me uh, stuff for what they're doing what they're up to so I can list it on the what's ons uh, and then I've been going out reviewing I can't get to everything so we've started with our first guest reviewer as well I was in Lowestoft on Friday night reviewing Elf with the Lowestoft players and at the same time, Rachel Sloan was at the gallery studio reviewing Kiss of the Stop Spider-Woman with gallery players. Excellent. So uh, we bumped we, into each other. Yeah, so we were both there reviewing at the same, same time. Yeah. And so I'd like to build up a network of guest reviewers across the county. Because, yeah. yes, I can't be everywhere. And also someplace, I don't mind, but you, you know, I'm, I'm based in Ipswich. Um, I took the whole family to see Elf with Lowestoft. So that was that was nice, but you know, time and logistics means I can't always keep getting over to far-flung places and in the you're county. And on a voluntary basis. Yes, as well, yes, aren't you? yes. So it's not it's paid. Important that if someone kind of can help you, it's it's wonderful for you because all they've got to do is do the review. I, I pretty just email it. Email it to, you, it to me with a with an image. Yeah. Um, if the if the the company can. Uh, theatre or, or group can supply uh, a high-res image um, and then uh, I put it on and put it all over my socials 
they can put it all over their socials and uh, yeah so it's like to say there's someone in Mildenhall or Newmarket Kings Theatre you know stuff that's a bit further away yeah. but we still want to cover it so that's... but we still want to cover it yeah, yeah so and I want um, to encourage people to write go and see their local groups and their local theatres and uh, yeah build up this network of guest reviewers Brilliant. which so they can yeah they can email me and say yes I'm, I'm gonna go and see something or if I get offered press tickets and I can't go I could always pass them on to that person because they'll be e-tickets won't they so yeah. it's it's e it's easy enough it's easy enough to do and it would be lovely to have this kind of network this community of theatre goers and theatre lovers or maybe people who don't normally go now, while I've got you, before you disappear off, it's lovely. So we're just sitting here lovely in the sun sunshine. Lovely sun, beautiful. Very nice. Even though it's October, it's actually quite warm. It's lovely. Yeah. You're also going to be back in Felixstowe um, for the Wham Fest, aren't you? I am, so yes. So tell me, I've, I've already spoken to Laura Locke, who was the founder, and we put that out on this yeah. week's podcast. But tell me what your involvement is in Wham Fest. On the Saturday, which is the 14th of October, I will be at Harvest House and I'm going to be hosting for the day. So I'll be popping up in between the acts and telling you all about them and uh, getting you all to clap and cheer and uh, encourage you to stay and, and see what's coming up throughout the day. And we'll have some laughs and a bit of a giggle as Wonderful. well. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be sort of introducing everybody uh, at Harvest House on, on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. It should be brilliant. I mean, yeah. Whamfest, if you've not come across it before, is women in art and music. Yeah. Uh, but it's not predominantly for women. It's about showcasing women, but it's mm. open to everyone, open to families, open to women and their partners, you know, yeah. men very welcome. Yes, but yes. It's just kind of highlighting the fact we've got some very, very creative women and it's all going to be based in Felix, don't yeah. you say, next yeah. weekend. There's going to be Stella Acapella are going to be there singing. Uh, and I know Helen Clark and Jane Lindell are going to be doing their uh, Lady of Letters uh, uh, play that they do. One act play. Um, there's going to be some art going on. There's going to be arts and crafts going on as well. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, it's yeah, good. it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I'm enjoying hosting. Um, I'm doing the Shake Festival as well in Alborough, which is the Shakespeare Festival. Uh, talking to actress Wendy Morgan about her one-act play, Mr. and Mrs. Macbeth. We're not in a theatre, so that's right. I can say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't got, say the word. <laughs> I've got to turn around three times. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I'm I'm doing the Berry Literature Festival as well at the end of the month. Talking you to you. I you? do, don't I? <laughs> I do get about. I'm really enjoying doing these literature festivals Good as well because I've uh, I love reading, and uh, yeah, I've done a few of those. I did Felix Day Book Festival, Prima Donna, and now Berry Literature Festival as well. So uh, yeah, I really I really enjoy reading the books and then uh, interviewing the interviewing the authors. Yeah, really nice. Georgie, it's been a pleasure to talk to you for the Ruby Shoes podcast. Good luck with SuffolkTheatre.co.uk website and your theatre reviews. And if you want to get in touch with Georgie, just remind us of the email address again. It's Georgie, with a Y, G-E-O-R-G-Y, at suffoltheatre.co.uk. Now, the New Wolsey Theatre played host last week to Mike Lee's Abigail's Party. 
Imagine the very worst neighbours' drinks party you have ever had the misfortune to attend. Now, I'm not talking literally here. I have really lucky. I've got the most lovely neighbours all around us. But there's the two women who get blind drunk. You've got their husbands there who clearly hate each other and find it really hard to conceal the fact. Then there's the other neighbour who feels so out of place the moment she steps through the door, but she's too well brought up to hightail it out of there again, all resulting in hilarious consequences. Great bit of theatre and well done to all of the cast for some simply brilliant facial expressions throughout the whole performance. And a note of praise too for the set designers. You really felt like you were at the party in their 70s living room with its psychedelic wallpaper. So absolutely brilliant. Now, if you were up bright and early in Suffolk, you may well have been listening to The Breakfast Show. Host of that for many years, Mark Murphy, is now the new CEO of Cancer Campaign in Suffolk. And we met up on the seafront on another beautiful sunny day. So we're sitting on the seafront. It's October, Mark, and it's gorgeous. It feels like a kind of a, a summer day. It's it's really warm. You're sensibly in your shorts, T-shirt and flip-flops. I'm in a jumper <laughs> and a neck scarf because I didn't think it was going to be so warm. But we're actually here to talk about you as CEO of Cancer Campaign in Suffolk and three events you've got coming up. Yeah, we have. We've got loads coming up. But isn't this a wonderful day? I mean, this is such a great day. At this time of the year, when you get a day like this, I always treat it as a bonus. And it's just lovely. You can feel the warmth of the sun. I mean, it's not going to be long before the frosts arrive and it all changes. So I'm I'm so pleased to be out here with you on the seafront making the most of a glorious day like this. It's just good for the soul, it really is. Um, Yeah, I took over as Chief Executive of Cancer Campaign in Suffolk at the beginning of September. Um, It's a small local charity that's been going 25 years and we help people before, during and after their cancer diagnosis. So we um, have an educator who goes out and talks to people about um, cancer awareness, the signs to look out for, because sadly one in two of us will get a cancer diagnosis in our lifetime. So it's important that you get that diagnosis as early as possible so that you can hopefully have a better outcome to your treatment. We offer counselling, complementary therapies to those who've got cancer and then we follow up that support you know, throughout a person's lifetime they can pop in have a cup of tea come and chat to us and that kind of stuff and you know to do that of course like any charity we we need to raise funds yeah so we've got one event coming up which is already sold out um and that is the quiz night which is sunday the 15th of october but say that's already sold out we can't go to that so hopefully we'll do another one in 2024 but the next one that's coming up is a pudding club night (laughs) what's not to like what's not like to like about that yeah david grimwood who's the owner of the froys at chilsford has been um a great supporter of the charity over over the years and i approached him and said look you know could we have a fundraising night so let's do a pudding night (laughs) uh so basically you you go along and you'll have some staff and a little main but it's all about the puds and they're really well known for their their puddings and so that's going to be a fantastic night there'll be the obligatory raffle and and auction and everything like that so but hopefully a fun night where we can um, you know sample a few of our favorite puddings and and when you're talking about fundraising it it, it is important to put on lots of different events for different people there are people who like quizzes you don't Um, perhaps you like puddings I don't know (laughs) Um, but it's important that you, you try and do lots of different things to engage 
engage with different people yeah. um, and, and hopefully raise funds. And then Life's a Pitch TV is a, a, an offshoot of what I used to do on BBC Radio Suffolk. I did an Ipswich Town fanzine show called Life's a Pitch. And for the beginning of the season, we set up Life's a Pitch TV, which is a YouTube and podcast version of what we did before, proving very popular. Um, but we're doing a, a Christmas special on the 30th of November. And that will be um, at Venue 16, uh, which used to be Gresham's, in the Big Willow Suite. We'll be um, filming our show on stage. We can have, I think, 250 people in the audience. We normally have about 15 in our little studio. So we'll film the show for everybody to see what goes on behind the scenes. Two-course Christmas meal, and then we're going to do an Ipswich Town question of sport after. So for Ipswich Town supporters... That's brilliant. That, That's I mean, that will be, be a, that will be a great night. And you get tickets from lifesapitch.tv, lifesapitch.tv tickets for that. If you want tickets for the Froys, just contact the Froys at Chilsford on the way out to Orford, and they've got tickets there as well. So hopefully there'll be something for for everybody over the next few weeks. And um, yeah, watch this space for for more in the new year. Amazing. So Pudding Club night is Friday the twentieth of October, and thirtieth, uh, sorry Thursday the thirtieth of November is the Life's Pitch, and that's at. The New 60. Yeah, it is indeed. So, so if you love town and you love gossip and stories about the old days, and yeah. um, you think you can beat some of the Exhibition Town players at a quiz, <laughs> then, then do come along with a chance to get some autographs and all that kind of stuff as well. So, um, yeah, it should be a great night out. Should be amazing. Thank you, Mark. Much appreciated. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Anytime. Now, if you're part of a theatre or a group and you think, I would love Ruby Shoes to come and review us or talk to us or interview us ahead of our performance, get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Just get in touch via our socials. That's easy. It's a Ruby Shoes podcast. Tell us a bit about the show. Tell us a bit about your group and who would be a good person to interview. And they may well be a featured guest on a future episode. We might just be rocking up in front of you as part of the audience to review you, which would be wonderful. Now, coming up this month, you might also like to know there's a host of spooky events planned across East Anglia this month. Obviously, Halloween just around the corner. That includes a brand new play written by Joanna Carrick. It's called The Ungodly. Take a listen to the trailer. 1645. The darkest truths can only be the work of Satan. It's due to be performed by the Red Rose Theatre chain and I'll have more on this performance in next week's episode. Also at the Madder Market Theatre in Norwich, you can catch up with Witty Ditties, 400 Years of Comic Song. Uh, following on from their acclaimed show, A Brief History of Music, Chris Green and Sophie Matthews bring you a brand new show which explores our rich history of witty wordplay and melodic mirth. It's on Wednesday the 18th of October. Chris Green plays the piano, guitar and accordion and Sophie plays early woodwinds, flute and saxophone. So both clearly very, very talented people. Uh, they bring you four centuries of chromatic comedy uh, ranging from the bawdy restoration ballads to stinging 60s satire via kind of Victorian musical variety. So they're going to feature songs by Noel Coward, Tom Lur, Flanders and Swan, and a host of other lesser-known songwriters as well. So it's fun, it's fast-moving, it's going to have you rolling in the aisles. Now, next week's episode of Ruby Shoes podcast, I'll also be reviewing Whamfest. That comes to Felixstowe from this Friday. That's Friday the 13th of October. So that'll be one to come and see. That's Friday across the weekend then. 
That's all for now. I'm Steph McIntyre. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ruby Shoes Podcast. I hope you can join us again next week. Do check out our socials in the meantime at Ruby Shoes Podcast. Have a great week. Thank you.